Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 326. And away we go. Rachel, get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. I'm a more breaker. Rick Flair, it's a boy about to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Magazine Party. Joined, as always, Davenport. Davenport, what's going on, buddy? Really? So you're just, just dropping Mark. Playing back last Mark week's Schwan. show, it just sounded so cool. Davenport. It's like, not that... my name. It's, it's disrespectful. It's not my name at all. What's going on, buddy? How you no. doing? How's life? Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It is me, your favorite actor, Mark Swan, in the house. What's going on, Michael J.? You're officially not my favorite actor anymore because I watched Glass Onion. Great job by Dave Batista. Great job. Dave Batista was always your favorite actor, I think. It's up there. Like you tell I love him so much because I hate horror movies, but I want to see that knock in the cabin one. I hear he does a great job in that, that one. That does look good. M. It Night does look good. Shyamalan like went to him directly and said, This role is for you. We need you in this mm-hmm. role. I'm like, well, that's a huge compliment. Yeah. No, it looked dope. I think it was it's out already, right? Yeah, it came out like last month. So I'm waiting for it to come up. On I'm the so screen. behind. Yeah, you and me both. But then I'm like, oh, I'm not going to watch a show alone in the dark in my house. That's why I want to watch in the theater with somebody to hold my hand. But whatever. You were bo- just telling me you were watching an ID Discovery show. In the yeah, that was an accident at 4 o'clock in the morning. So I woke up and I'm like, oh, then it just sucks you in. The story sucks you in about the guy whose wife went missing. And that's like a real life thing. Yeah, with real life it's video not like footage. Fiction or yeah, no, it was yeah. crazy. But also I realized, I don't know about Mark, you're, you have your finger on the pulse of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm old. I'm really fucking yeah. old now. Because yeah. my mother always say, some comedian said, you can tell when you're getting old when you don't know the host and musical guest of Saturday Night Live. So anytime <laughs> she didn't know who anybody was, she goes, oh, I guess that means I'm getting old. Maybe you can explain this to me. All week, my phone's been blowing up notifications about Vanderpump, some guy named Tom, there's something happened. I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. Can you leave me, leave me alone? Like, every day, there's at least two or three notifications about Vanderpump, Tom, Rachel, oh, I have no clue who these people are, Mark. You drive me crazy. Yeah, I have not caught up on them either. I am also getting up there in years. So, cheers to getting old, buddy. Yeah, I guess. Cheers to getting old. I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Listening to NPR, watching C-SPAN, going to sleep at 10.30. Sleeping in now at 6, 6, 6.30 in the morning. That's nuts. You know, that, that's, that's where I'm at right now in life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, hell, not for nothing. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is also 40, you know, and, and it looks like he might play another year. So for the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Dude, this sucks. Wow. This sucks. Congratulations. You got a Super Bowl MVP. Well, it's not guaranteed yet. Like, you know, he's still he's still not making a decision yet. Meanwhile, free agency starts by the time the show airs. So, uh I don't know, man. I hope he retires. I am not an Aaron Rodgers fan. Wow. I actually have gone on record to say I will no longer be a Jets fan for as long as he's on the Jets. Why do so, you hate him so much? Oh, 
we don't have time for me to go on. Like we we we're already so deep into the intro. Well, I have a lot of reasons why I do not like this man. I long story short, I just think he's a hypocrite. I think he's an asshole. I think he's self entitled. Like I, I I don't think he's a good fit for New York. I think there's a lot of drama, a lot of baggage that goes along with him, and I think he'll be a distraction. I think it'll be what Favre did when he came to the Jets. I think it'll be worse than that. Wow, man, tell us how you really feel. I think it's 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 a dumb move to go all in on a forty year old quarterback. I mean, not everyone could be Tom Brady. Meanwhile, you have a twenty six year old quarterback in Baltimore who's very unhappy, who is a stud, who can carry your team for years to come. Makes no sense to me, but hell, what do I know? This is a wrestling podcast, not a football one, right, buddy? Yes, Marcus, it is a wrestling podcast, and a lot of work goes into this work that you neglected all week. So now it's my job to pick up the spack and tell you what's trending this week. Okay? Someone had to do it, Mark. You dropped the ball, I picked it up, ran with it. Well, I, I, I asked you to pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tried to start it. Obviously, it was not working. Full disclosure, my nanny's been out sick all week. So I, I've been taking care of my daughter for all this time, pretty much, while my wife is out working. Uh, it is not easy trying to do work while <laughs> watching a little baby. So, Michael J. Putty, thank you for... You put her in a pen, give her a bottle... Put on Peppa Pig and the Wiggles, you're fine. Oh, but who am I to tell you had a parent? That's fine. Not, not necessarily the case, man. This, this girl is a very active girl. Anyway, have you heard this? Gambling is in the news. CNBC at CNBC tweets an article saying WWE's in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on scripted match results. There's no way this can go over well. Absolutely no way. Mark, your thoughts? So they're in talks right now. I, and... I understand why Vince McMahon is going for something like this because, yeah, I mean, that, that that's a big deal. Uh, a lot more people make money off this, et cetera, et cetera. However, yeah, I mean, it is a bad idea. I mean, it's no secret wrestling is scripted. And I know some people will come out and say, well, hey, you could make the same argument for some other sports. I disagree, but, hey, it's your opinion. You're, you're free to share it. Thank but you. as far as wrestling goes, it is definitely 100% scripted. Where where's the line then? Where where does it end? I, I I actually told my wife this like, hey, if you hear me even talk about putting money on WWE like for real, I need an intervention. Like I need something. I need help. Like it, it's I don't know. You know people are going to do it. I I think I think there's a way where people will lose a lot of money. Like regular people, if they put money on WWE, they'll lose a lot of money for this. Even though like I we feel like we know wrestling. Uh, I I think. Uh, I think Vince McMahon is going to cost people a lot of money. Well, Lance Storm chimed in at Lance Storm saying, finishers are a crucial aspect of storytelling, are a crucial aspect of storytelling. It would destroy the creative process. You have to go back to the one booker everyone knows that they can rely on to keep quiet. If writers cannot discuss finishers, they cannot compose or collaborate. Brings up Wait, a good point. so we're, we're, just, we're just moving on, buddy? You're not going to chime in? Oh, no, that's what Lance Storm is, his response to what we're just, the whole gambling aspect of this. Oh, he okay, thinks it's okay, going to be okay. very harmful and do damage to the business because you have to go back to this one booker who everybody trusts. You can't have bookers collaborating, people collaborating on matches, all the producers. You have one guy to know everything to prevent leaks because, like you said, it's scripted. If eight people know something, odds are something's going to leak out. Stuff leaks out now. Right. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no way mm-hmm. they can contain these leaks to make this worth it or profitable anyway. It just makes no sense. It makes no sense. Right. I mean... That's a great point. I mean, things get leaked all the time. Nine times out of ten, I would say. 
unless then like I don't necessarily know how it works with like WWE. Like, do they get some sort of profit share from this? Is that how it works? Does, does NFL get some sort of kickback from it? I, I don't know the financial dealings behind the scenes, how, how that goes. But like, you know, who's say Vince McMahon doesn't start like leaking stuff out on purpose as a swerve to try like, you know, to sway the vets certain way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or like, like Roman Reigns is going to beat Cody Rhodes leaks out and all of a sudden everyone votes bets on Roman Reigns when their actual thing is Cody Rhodes is going to win. So everyone loses. I think there was like something similar to boxing in the 50s or something happened like that. It's a horrible idea. Horrible idea. This makes, I think they already le- registered with Indiana, the Indiana Gaming Commission. So they're already registered in Indiana for something. What does that mean? That's the next step? I don't know. Uh, you, you would have to think if we're asking questions like this, like the people that are Vince McMahon have to present this to like they're definitely going to have some, these type of questions and then some and then some they have to have a million questions and there's no way to pr- keep this uh, the article that cnbc posted saying they're working with ernst and young the same people who co- collaborate with the oscars and the mm-hmm. emmys they keep all that stuff mm-hmm. under lock and key nothing gets out all right cool that works but in wrestling it's not gonna work there's no way this could work it's, all right so we're 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 in the inner workings in, in wrestling here People love to talk. People absolutely love to talk and spill tea. They, they just want to show like how much they know, et cetera, et cetera. Or they, they like to gossip. Like it happens all the time. And then you leak that to the wrong person. You leak it to a journalist because how many wrestling journalists are there? It, it's going to come out. Yep. It's going to come out for sure. Is it, that's and why I did... do wonder like how many people are actually – would you bet on this? Would you, would you actually put real money? No. On WWE, I don't, think, AEW? I, don't, I don't think I could. No, no, I wouldn't trust it. Are, How they, can are, you? are they leaking this? Is it real or is it trying to sort my vote? Um, I get my money. And then the Lance Storm spike. Do you think it's going to sully the business then? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with them. I, I don't see how it can't. Mm-hmm. Again, it, what did he say here? If writers can't discuss finishers, they cannot compose or collaborate with each other. Yeah, you have a whole writing team discussing certain things. So you have one guy writing everything or two guys writing everything. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Right. And then you have like the match producers as yeah. well. It's gonna be one person. It just it just seems like there's too many cooks in the kitchen for this. And the article kind of uh, goes on to say if W succeeds in its bid to legalize gambling on matches, it could open the door for legalized betting on other guarded secret scripted events such as future character deaths on TV shows. Yeah, I can see that. I'll I'll bet on that because then if this happens, the whole world Pandora's box opens. We can gamble on anything then. It, it just it, the, the whole world becomes like the movie rat race. Yeah, pretty <laughs> like much. Like it's it's gonna be wild, dude. I really hope that's not the case. I really hope it doesn't go down this way. It, it just kind of seems like Vince McMahon is like on a war path to destroy all of wrestling. Like it, it's almost like the fact that like oh, I created this, I made it what it is today. Now I want to kill it. You know, he just wants to take a pillow, put it over its face, and suffocate the living hell out of it. That's what he seems like he's looking to do on his way out. Well, we will see. I'll be following this story very closely. Again, I have no way this goes through. I think that right now they're only focusing on three states, but we'll keep an eye on it. Moving on. Wrestling Al at Wrestling Al 1. Fightful Select indicates that the primary reason Tony Khan decided to change the name of the AEW All-Atlantic Championship to the AEW International Championship is because Warner Brothers Discovery asked him for a big idea to help promote Shazam! Fury of the Gods. How do we feel about this air quotes leveling up of the Atlantic title? Does this cross-promotion work? Will the international championship be more successful than the All-Atlantic championship? I mean, it, it, I feel like it kind of flows better 
the international championship than the all Atlantic championship, right? Yeah. Plus, when it came out, there was what China, Japan on the belt, which is the Pacific. So you, right, right off, the, off the gate, the championship didn't make any sense. It was defended in Asia. How was that? That's the Pacific. Right. Oh. So international doesn't right. make more sense. Yeah. The, 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 the championship itself, yeah, did not necessarily make sense. And like, I don't know, international championship, then like, what, what's the difference between international champion and then the world champion? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I personally don't get it. And then you, you already have a mid-card title with a TNT championship. Oh, yeah. I forgot like, about the, that. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the, the, the championship itself just makes zero sense to me, personally. Much like we had the world title, WWE world title, then we had the Intercontinental Championship. But then randomly, we got the European Championship for a couple of years. Right. Before, right? Or, or the Hardcore Championship. This seems like it's a secondary belt to the secondary title just to give another person a t- championship. Doesn't make right. sense. And then you have the Tag Team Champions. You have the TBS Champion, the Women's Champion, the Trios Champion now. Yeah. There's that. And then ROH. People are complaining how WWE has so many belts. But it took them 50-something years. AEW did it in four. Props to them. They caught up real quick with the championship belts. And do you hear WB is asking, uh, they're working on a deal with AEW for a third show? No. Like the one, the reality show that's making up for Roads to the no, Top? No, I, I, I think it's another wrestling show. I, I saw that right before we came on the air before. Really? Um, yeah, you know, so going back to your initial question, though, you know, I don't like... I don't like the fact that WB is interfering a lot with this stuff. I, I, there's a lot of things I don't like that WWE is doing, but yeah, I, the, the whole factor, the reason why I'm not a fan of, like you know, to, to work with Shazam, whatever. I don't necessarily see like how that works with Shazam. Exactly. I, I haven't watched Shazam. But, like, do, do you do you get it? Like, no, where, I, where's I the tie-in? No clue whatsoever. A lot of people. Is this real? Is this real? Are you dreaming? This is real, man. It's. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so a lot of people shat on the whole Mountain Dew pitch black match at the Royal Rumble. I was I was just okay. thinking that. I was just thinking that, yeah. Okay. I, I was not a fan of that either. I didn't hate it. It was fine. But I got, it was Mountain Dew, pitch black. The post-game scrum had Mountain Dew, pitch black on the curtain, the uh, step and repeats. And, and, that bottles were on the was, curtain. That made sense. There was a... There was that sponsored match between Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio during their Thunderdome. Uh, I forgot oh, yeah. who the sponsor the was. I, the I one? The I one, yeah. What was, who's the sponsor for that I don't one? Remember, I don't remember the sponsor of that one. And then there was a sponsor for the zombie match. Like, yeah, I don't that, like these. Okay. I, I, I don't, don't like this. Don't, I don't care. I understand you don't like it. Fine. But Mountain Dew is pushing this new flavor of their product. Let's give it a bit grand stage. So the Mountain Dew, Pitch Black, whatever the match is called. Okay, good. Mountain Dew, Pitch Black, everywhere. There's nothing about Shazam, Fury of the Gods, on this title. It's not in the name. There's no international thing on Shazam's tagline. I don't see the connection between an all uh, international title and Shazam. Makes no sense. Or unless is is the title holder? I don't even know who who has the title currently. Orange Cassidy, the championship. Hopefully for now, until Jeff Jarrett beats him. But is Orange Cassidy in the movie, or is someone AEW in the movie? It, or is is the guy who plays Shazam going to be in AEW and, and win the title and, and go on press tours with this? Like, what? I, I don't the, understand what's sense. happening here. Like, make it make sense at least. I, I feel like the, these 
these product placements, if you will, I think it just dumbs down the product personally. There's a way to do it without like, you know, just beating it over your head. Like I see it in TV shows too and movies, like at least be subtle. I understand why product placement happens. I get it. I'm not a dummy. I've seen the whole movie about it, which I think it's genius. But like the like the matches, for example, where where the Mountain Dew the dark match, that was that was dumb. That was ridiculous. If you want to have your announcers drink Mountain Dew and, and have it out like this, cool, awesome, fine, so be it. But, yeah, the Shazam thing, I don't know. It's lost to me. I don't understand it. I don't understand the purpose of the championship. The whole thing is lost to me personally. If they got rid of the championship tomorrow, I don't think anyone would blink. No, not at all. And a month or two ago, it was season 10 and 11 premiere of Impractical Jokers, which airs on True TV, which is part of the TNT Networks. They came out on Rampage and came out on Dynamite to do a little program with Chris Jericho and them to promote their season premiere. Okay, that makes sense. And then mm-hmm. what happens this past week, MJF is on the show in Practical Jokers. Right. There, there's, your, there's your cross-promotion. There's your partnership. Again, I don't understand what this partnership is with Shazam. Fury of the Gods. Out now? Maybe? I don't know. It's oh. WB doing WB things. What else you got next for me, buddy? I went to your girlfriend, Denise Hollywood Salcedo. At underscore Denise Salcedo, the influence of Rey Mysterio is tremendous. The amount of wrestlers he had influenced, the style, impacted so much on this industry. He has one of the most recognizable masks ever, seen in many sporting events. I'm so happy of his Hall of Fame induction, and it's happening in L.A. Well-deserved, although kind of surprising, is the induction of an active member of the roster bad precedent? Are they running out of big names? Could this lead to more active wrestlers being inducted into the Hall of Fame before they retire? Your thoughts? I think you're asking the wrong questions, honestly. I, th- I, I think because we've seen it happen with Kurt Angle, if you're talking about that. He was retired, Kurt Angle was, He was retired, but still active. Not as wrestling. He, he was an on-air personality for a little bit. He was a general on-air person, yeah. but, he, but he, he, he wrestled a few matches. I think Rey Mysterio is retiring. I think that's what this is. Yeah, he might be active right now, but I, 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 think, I think this year is going to be the last we see of Rey Mysterio. He'll probably have that big send-off match with Dominic. I mean, think about the the longevity of his career. I mean, he has had one hell of a career yeah, in Mysterio. You know, whether you love him, whether you're not a fan, like I, I've said before, like you know, I, I, Ray Mysterio has never really pulled me in as a character, but I always appreciate his work. I always appreciate him as a human being. Like Ray Mysterio, obviously a big influence in the professional wrestling world, the Lucha Libre world, and uh, so that, that 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 can't get lost upon you. But what a way to retire! You know, if you were to like. If you talk about pass the torch to someone, who better to pass the torch than to your son, right? I like how you put that. Whether you love him or you're not a fan of him. Because, yeah, no one hates Rey Mysterio. I never heard anybody say a bad word about Rey Mysterio ever. Right, right, exactly. Say, people aren't fans I, I never of heard him. anyone say that. I'm not, I'm, not, right. I'm not a big Rey Mysterio fan, but you can't say anything bad about him. No. So Rey will deserve, but then why not wait till after he retires then or announce that he's like a career versus something match at WrestleMania? It just feels... The timing, like many many people agree with you, that he is retiring. Then why not wait till he re- is retired to induct him to Hall of Fame? Is it because he's in L.A., California, close to his hometown? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that that could be part of it. But then it makes you think: then why not Batista? Is because I think the rumor was that Batista was going to headline. Yeah, you know, that this, was a rumor. Hall of Fame. I'm waiting for that it, announcement. Come on, but it looks like. But it's typically speaking, isn't it the first announcement? Usually, usually yeah. the person is headlining. Yeah, so it's got to be Ray Mysterio headlining. And when I was getting this uh, news together, it came out that uh, Grand Muda 
was getting inducted. I'm like, oh, okay, right. so I put that in my news. All right, he's going to be getting inducted. I saw it trending everywhere. Everyone's talking about Grand Muda, Grand, Great Muda, whatever his name is. But then it came out today, Ray Mysterio. So, yeah, it seemed like he is the headliner. What does that mean for Dave Batista? Are they going in together? That'd be a nice little thing. Dre Mysterio and Batista have a great story past together. But then again, I don't necessarily know though. Like, because then that means someone's taking a back seat, if you will. And I think both of them have they've earned enough where they they deserve a standalone headline. You know what I mean? No, dude, that that was my next thought. Yeah, you can't have two headliners because both make an easily headline class. And it's not like it makes me wonder. Was Batista's schedule did not line up for this year's Hall of Fame? Maybe I have no clue. Everything I read that he was going in today, uh, this year, because it's Hollywood, Batista, absolutely, works perfectly. Who knows? But anyway, congratulations to Ray Mysterio, I guess. Great. Con- congratulations to Ray Mysterio. Definitely well-deserved. I, I I don't think anyone could argue that. But yeah, I mean, I I think, honestly, I think the way it's shaping up, if Batista, obviously, that this he was asked by M. Night Shyamalan, as he spoke earlier before, to be in this movie... If Hollywood's seeing something from him, you know, obviously then he's got the next project lined up. Obviously, you know, Hollywood insiders, directors, producers, they've seen this movie before anyone else has seen it. And, you know, who better to give the rub than M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah. You know, people are going to listen to that. If, if Dave Bautista crushed it, you know, he's going to get more roles. He's going to get bigger roles from this. So if Dave Bautista has another acting role where he's filming, there's no way he can be there. Would you really want a headliner? Of a Hall of Fame, but granted, it's in L.A. Do you really want it to be for someone that can't physically be there? No. Oh, no, they wouldn't induct him if he can't be there. So, yeah. Maybe right. something came up. Who knows? But uh, we we know he's getting into the Hall of Fame. It was already announced two years ago. So, it's a matter of now question of when he's going to get inducted. I guess his schedule, they've worked with them. Can he have one? Because it's not just one day. you got to be there, promote. you got to be for the induction. Now, you got to be there for WrestleMania. Right. No, and about- just because it's, just because it's in LA doesn't necessarily mean if he's in a project doesn't necessarily mean he's filming in LA. You know, they, oh, yeah. filming happens on location all the time. There were someone was doing it press for the new Scream movie, how it's in New York for the first time it's out of the, whatever city it takes place in. Um, but they said, yeah, it takes place in New York. We filmed it in Vancouver. So even though he's filming, it's supposed to be in a certain location. He can film it all anywhere. Anywhere can be anywhere in this world nowadays. Right, right. But- and that's been no secret. Like, people. Vancouver gets filmed as New York quite a bit. It used to be Pittsburgh as well. True. So, like, but L.A. is L.A. I mean, no one's going to really trick another place to be L.A. It's just easier for them to film in L.A. But, like, hell, man, for all we know, his, his project could be in, like, some Budapest. Who the hell knows? <laughs> you know, whatever he's filming right now. We're three weeks away from WrestleMania. People were complaining how, like, when are they going to start announcing the Hall of Fame? They usually do it pretty around the Royal Rumble time. Right. This I, is pretty late. I, I've been saying for a while now, since year one of the show, they got to shrink the classes down. Because you're running out of names. And it seems like they're going to shrink the class down. And I also realized with the whole Grand Muda thing, they don't need to announce. Great Muda, Great Muda. Thank you. I keep getting it wrong. Apologize. They don't need to announce the headliner early. Because now you, the Hall of Fame is not its own standalone event. It's after SmackDown. Mm, People are going to buy SmackDown tickets just for the Hall of Fame. They're going to buy tickets and get the Hall of Fame for free. So maybe there's going to be a smaller class. Because they only have an hour now. I think an hour live on Peacock. Congratulations to Ray Mysterio, well-deserved, looking forward to that speech. But then what happens at WrestleMania? Does he retire? That might be an announcement we, see, uh, we have to pay close attention to. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Let's get some TV. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. All right, Davenport, let's get some TV this week. Let's start with Raw. Kyle Rotundo at K-Dog620. After Raw... It seems WWE is all ready to make Cody Rhodes the next face of the company. John Cena bringing him out felt like it was a passing of the torch moment 
regardless of if Cody wins at WrestleMania or not, WWE was giving him Cena's spot he held for such a long time. Cody Rhodes announced, revealed what John Cena told him, reward their noise every time. Thank you, John Cena. Was this the proverbial passing of the torch? Is Cody Rhodes now the guy in WWE? No. No, no he's not. Okay. I, I love Cody Rhodes, man. Uh, I, I I think like that can't be said enough. I I, I love his body of work. I, I I respect the hell out of him for, for everything he said in that promo. Where he was told like you know he'll never he'll never uh, survive this or he'll never be able to do that. And he does so every time, and he knocks it out of the park. And to get him to this spot right now is a hell of a story. He's a great storyteller. He he's got a he's got a psychology degree man like as far as wrestling goes it's it's fantastic to watch but is he the face of wwe no no who is the face of wwe roman reigns and that's not going to change until roman reigns retires and i know you're going to say roman reigns is a heel but like even when hulk hogan was as his all-time peak when he's hollywood hulk hogan hell one can make an argument hollywood hogan was more of a face for WC uh, for WCW than he was for WWF at the time when he was the real American Hulk Hogan. So but, you can be a heel and still be the face of a company. Is what I'm saying. That's fine. I think no one's arguing that. But if Cody Rhodes beats Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns goes on a little sabbatical, Cody Rhodes is not the face of the company. Not the guy in the company. I I, I think that's a it's very large shoes to fill, and not to say that Cody can't do it. But look, for example, look when Shawn Michaels won the championship back in the 90s when he beat Bret Hart. Yes, he was technically the face of the company, but what did that do? You know, Shawn Michaels is a a brilliant performer, but when you talk about all-time face of the company, he's not up there. You can be a very good performer and still not be a face of the company. Hell, Triple H was never the face of the company. It was always The Rock and Stone Cold. You know, Cody, and this is not a knock on Cody Rhodes. It's just the fact of what the business is. Roman Reigns, it's not even just the face of WWE. Roman Reigns is the face of professional wrestling today. And that's not going to end until Roman Reigns hangs it up for good. Andrew, Your thoughts. Andrew, at Andrew underscore VIP, kind of agrees with you, Marcus. It definitely wasn't passing the torch. Please stop this bullshit. Triple H is just doing everything he can to make Cody look like a credible opponent for Roman. I kind of disagree with that statement. I think Cody is a credible opponent. Passing yeah, the torch, no, Cody I think, definitely I think, is. I think his yeah. statement's two different, two different sayings where he's trying to stay here. But I could have seen it being passing the torch moment. Clearly, Roman Reigns is the face of the business. Yeah. But it was also Stone Cold was as well. It was Stone Cold on The Rock. It seems like there's always, it was Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. I feel like it was always more Hulk Hogan. Macho Man was in conversations. Ultimate Warrior was also in conversations. But it was always Hulk Hogan at the end of the day. I think the only time you had a 1A, 1B at all in this industry was like i think maybe one could make an argument for hogan or rick flair but still even hogan still be set out for sure so okay i'm gonna double down the mm-hmm. only time in this industry you saw one a one b truly as box office draws stone cold in the rock so why can't we have it only here time. why can't cody Rhodes why can't we level? have it here because he's just not there yet I, really? i'm not saying like i i i I feel like there's a 99.9 chance that Roman Reigns is going to be that guy until he retires. You know, you, you can leave that small shadow of a doubt there where Cody Rhodes could could take it. Maybe he can. I just don't see it happening. Again, not a knock on Cody Rhodes. I love Cody Rhodes. But, like, that is a tall tale to ask for someone to do right now, especially when Roman Reigns is just so hot. I think 
I'm going to disagree. I feel like it was kind of a proverbial passing of the torch moment. Roman Reigns at the face of the business, like we just said. We agree on that. But Roman Reigns, well, John Cena was the face of the business. He was the face of not only WWE, the entire business of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. He was there week in, he was there week out, wrestling nonstop. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns doesn't. Roman Reigns is there, here and there. He's not there every week on my TV. He's not wrestling every week. He's not wrestling, hell, he's not wrestling at every fucking pay-per-view. But his influence is there with the bloodline. His name is still being mentioned. We're still talking about him. Yes, granted, I agree with you. He's not wrestling every week. He's not there every pay-per-view. But his presence is still felt. We we still recognize this as Roman Reigns' show. Just because he doesn't, he's not doing what John Cena did doesn't necessarily mean his value is still not as high. No, I'm not saying so maybe, maybe it might be maybe it might be higher. I'm not saying it's not as high. It's just we want that guy, the John Cena guy, who's there week in and week out. Because now after WrestleMania, the rumor is Roman Reigns might be gone. Bloodline is going to disband. So what's the well, next chapter? Also rumors that Roman Reigns might beat Cody Rhodes. What's the next chapter of the Bloodline after they, or the next chapter of Roman Reigns, where the Bloodline does disband? I'm looking forward to that. His next chapter. It's been two, almost three years of the same stuff. Let's see what happens next. But Cody Rhodes right now, I think, is now taking that ball and running with it, taking that flag. It gets more preferred. How many? Running. How many people have we seen, you know, win a championship but not become that guy? Drew McIntyre. I think we all thought was going to be that guy. We all did. When he won the championship, it was a big moment. When he threw a Brock Lesnar over the top rope in the Royal Rumble, like this is like, oh my God. And remember that iconic shot of Drew McIntyre looking down at him, all stoic. Like, oh man, this is, this is the dude. This mm-hmm. guy's the real deal. Won a championship at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then what? COVID. And then what? It, it, COVID, I know it was bad timing, but I feel like the dude just never grabbed that brass ring to become the face of the company. It didn't happen. And not, again, not a knock Drew McIntyre. He's very good at what he does, but to be that face, it, it takes something special. That's why there's only so few people who have done it. Because if it was easy, everyone would do it. The fact that Shawn Michaels, the great Shawn Michaels, me and you, it's our favorite. Yep. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it, buddy. Hmm. Was never that guy. It's not a knock, again. It's just a fact of what it is. Clearly, Davenport hates Cody Rhodes. Um, so make sure you at him with any complaints and uh, moving on. Oh, before we move yeah, on. That, before we move that on. That Davenport guy. Fun fact I read today on Twitter. Russell Ops at Russell Ops says, WrestleMania 39 will officially mark John Cena's first proper in-ring mania match in five years and his first advertised in-ring singles match in eight. That's nuts. It's been that long. Welcome back, John Cena, man. Moving on to NXT. Just Alex at Just Alex Central. Roxanne Perez faints post-match after a grueling battle against Mako Satamora. Paramedics come carry around on a stretcher. A nice callback to the 1995 incident with Shawn Michaels fainted during a match against Owen Hart. For those of you who know who WWE history, a moment I remember very vividly. So, uh, like, what's going on here? I mean, you have the tough match against a legend, Mako Satamora, a living legend who's wrestled all over the world. Championship. She's untouchable. Then you introduce an injury angle? I feel like beating Mako Satamora was enough. And these injury angles, you don't see in NXT too often. So what's going on here? What, what, what was the point of this? You know, I'm wondering to say myself. I, you know, I think, I think we could all say it's a work. I, at no point in time did I see the X sign go up. Uh, which you, there was no X sign, right? And they were, they were stretching her out of the building. But you hear people like, mm-hmm. slow down, slow down, slow down. And they stop. And someone comes out, adjusts her uh, oxygen mask. I'm like, all right. Then that, that's when you knew. Like, all right, they're, they're stalling for TV time. But okay. Right, exactly. You know, great sell job by Roxanne. Great sell job by 
by everyone with TV production, Booker T coming out. Oh, yeah. That was a nice touch as well. You know, it, it, it was it was a solid job there. And I, I do I do enjoy that flashback to 1995 with Shawn Michaels. I, I You know, it's crazy. There are probably listeners and viewers of our show that have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Most of them probably weren't even born. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty wild to think about. But I remember that vividly. I, yeah. At that point, I, you know, I really thought that was real. Because like Shawn Michaels was uh was he didn't he have like um actually physically attacked in real life? Like Yeah, he got jumped in a before that. I think it was Albany in a bar in Albany, and this is one Albany, of his first yeah. match back after he lost his smile. Right, right. And, and yeah, there were reports of that. It, it it seemed very real. But it wasn't. You know, it would come to find out it was all work. Um I thought it was work years later though. Like nobody knew. It was a closely guarded secret right. until his biography came out. Do we remember what happened though with that? What was the payoff of that? So Shawn Michaels, he was out of action for quite some bit because he, in real life was he suspended? Was that what's going on? I forgot what um, was going on. I think he was. Uh, I don't remember if suspended or injured. Like, um, I know it was a. Regardless, it was a way to write him off TV. Yeah, right. He, he, was, he was going away for a while to recover. I guess recoup. he was going away for. Yeah. But then he came back and won a Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was the first time we saw him back. He came back. I think it was a, he was a surprise. Right, he was a surprise. I think so yeah. That Royal Rumble. If, so. if memory serves correct, again, this is going back quite some time. Almost 30 years. <laughs> um, yeah. Almost 30. That's fucking wild. Almost yeah. 30 years. Nuts. Wow. Holy shit. We are old. Yeah. <laughs> there are definitely people that don't remember that because they weren't born yet. <laughs> so um, so something's going on here. So I, 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 I think maybe Roxanne is being written off TV for something. I don't know what it is. Everyone seems like it's very, it's very hush hush about what's going on, because other than that, what what could it be? What could it be? What, what's the next angle here? I'm saying that makes no sense. We're coming up on their WrestleMania stand and deliver. I believe the opponent is uh, Tiffany Stratton. Uh, nothing's official yet, but she's declaring herself the number one contender. It just doesn't seem like what is the reason of this injury angle? They're they're running with some angle where somebody attacked Nikita Lyons in the parking lot. Somebody attacked somebody else in the parking lot. So somebody's attacking people in the parking lot. Well, this Nikita, was... Nikita, Nikita Lyons is actually injured, though. Yes, this is way of writing. I was already writing her off TV. Mm-hmm. When Shawn Michaels did it, he wasn't champion. He had relinquished the champion after he got mugged when he lost his smile. She's a champion. So if you're going to write her off TV for a while, make her drop the belt to somebody else. What was the whole point of this injury angle, getting stretched out of TV? Or is there some sort of personal thing going on? Maybe might be a short hiatus is she getting married or something like something something is going on where she's being written off tv and again it's very hush hush whether it's an injury a suspension a a, a personal vacation i don't know and nobody's like like, nobody's announcing anything it's all hush hush any any announcement we get about her it's the fact that she's in the hospital she got released from the hospital they're selling this stuff more than they've sold anything else online right they're selling it to the moon so something's going on is there any chance, buddy? It's real. Is there any chance it's real? I don't think so, no. Like I said, there was no X. And usually, the rare times we do see an actual injury, I think the last time we actually saw one was Hangman Page. There wasn't a camera in his face. There wasn't a camera following every action. Anytime there's a real injury, that's how you, kind of you know. Either the X or they're not showing it on TV. They're stretching somebody out of the arena. They're not, they're not telling them to slow down. Slow down. Stop, stop, stop. For no reason. So I t- honestly don't believe this is real at all. I think there is something underlying going on, but a lot of people disagree hey, with me. Hey, a lot of people are buying this. They're like, "Oh my god!" I was checking the Twitterverse. A lot of people are buying it. A lot of people think this is real because it's a great sell job they did. It is a great sell job. If if it's not real, which I I'm more inclined to believe it's not real. 
who knows at this point? I mean, like, yeah, it, it, it is weird because we were just talking about earlier in the program that, you know, people like the leak shit. Yeah. And there's been no leak about this at all. None. All close to the vest. It's crazy. It's either something major is going on or this is real. I, it's one or two. And hopefully whatever major thing that's going on with, with Roxanne, hopefully it's something positive. Oh, yeah. Hopefully everything is all right with her. Hopefully. Someone did a video comparison of her collapsing and Shawn Michaels collapsing. And right before they collapsed, both of them, their ankle kind of buckled. Yes. Great, great sell job. That was a great sell job. Well done. Wow. Again, we'll keep an eye on it because, again, there, nobody knows what's going on. But we'll keep and an hopefully eye. Roxanne's going to be all right, man. We'll find out. That, in, that, that's, that's what we care about. We'll find out in three weeks because Samuel delivers in three weeks. She has to defend the belt. So we'll find out. Tune into NXT Tuesday nights, USA Network. We're moving on to AEW, your favorite, Prince Reno at Interview Prince. I like Wardlow. But I'm not mad about Hobbs being the new champion. Two AEW grown, homegrown success stories right there. I do believe I was present when Wardlow destroyed MJF at Double or Nothing 2022. Maybe that's where he's going next. Pro Wrestling Finesse at Pro Wrestling Finesse. Powerhouse Hobbs is the new TNT champion. This is long overdue. I'm glad he's getting his chance to shine. Mark, surprising development following Revolution. Powerhouse Hobbs cashing in his Sonic Circle coin to cash in on the TNT champion. We followed it on the scrum. We did it live after the scrum. Before I ask you a question, the last, the last several TNT champions haven't been that great. Like you're, you're the big... Very short, very short reigns. Very short reigns, yeah. This oh, is the shortest, for sure. Let's cover them, shall we? Yeah, go for Wardlow, it. three days. Samoa Joe, 32 days. Darby Allen, 28 days. Samoa Joe, for his first reign, was 46 days. Wardlow's first reign was 136. Okay, that's some length. Scorpio Sky, 70 days. Sammy Guevara, 11. Scorpio Sky again, 38. Sammy Guevara, 42. Sammy Guevara, 18. Cody Rhodes, 32. It's Why are there so short lengths of these TNT champions? And does powerhouse Hobbs need, need to have a lengthy reign to reestablish the TNT championship? And what's next for Wardlow? Where does it go from here? Well, first off, I have to say we have to be very careful how we talk about this because we don't want to ruffle any feathers with QT Marshall. So don't want that going on. Is it Marshall or Marshall? Marshall, whatever. I, I heard you know, different- you know, all right, you know, screw it. Screw it. I'm on a shit list. Screw it. Let's go. Uh, You're 31 hey, tonight, by the way. Right. Somebody has to have a good run with this title because it, it, it is being rendered just as meaningless as what's the title called in the international, international championship. Champion. Yeah. It, it, it's just one of these championships have to step up and, and, and get shine. Uh, just like the TBS championship, if you will. It, it's, it's diminishing the value of what a mid card title is supposed to be. You know, granted they, they have a big roster. They do, but like, you, you, you need a champion. The, the whole idea of a mid tier championship is, is to elevate right to elevate the person exactly. and to elevate the division and they're not doing that they're, they're been not nine, doing that it, there have been nine champions none of them have held world titles a world title at aw it's they're right. not elevating anybody they're, they're not if anything they're keeping them all the same what, 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 what are they doing just trying to make everyone happy to keep the keep the guys and the girls backstage happy there's different ways you can do that you know it, it, it's it's business. I, I, I've talked about this before. I, I, I love I love AEW. I, I love the fact there's another platform out there for wrestlers uh, in, in a grand stage. I do love it. 
But I feel like Tony Khan wants to be more buddy buddy with the people in the locker room than to be their boss. So you mentioned and that could run it, and that could run into problems. And I think that's the case here with this. I honestly think that's the case. I could be wrong, but like this is how I personally feel at the moment. Because honestly, it just if you look, you just ran through it. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense otherwise. And of the last title reigns that I mentioned, there hasn't been really a significant feud. There hasn't really been a significant match. I think the last great TNT match was uh, was Sammy Guevara ladder match against Cody Rhodes to unify the championships. That was a great ladder match. Right. There's, no, it was. There's, there's no, there's no it was real. fantastic. People, people are still talking about it. There's no real. I'm going through the listens. Day one with Cody Rhodes, there hasn't been an iconic TNT championship moment. Except maybe Brody Lee destroying the old one. Remember that? That was iconic, but that was just, he wasn't even champion at the time. I don't know what to do with the TNT championship, and I'm hoping uh, Powerhouse Hobbs can, like I said, reestablish some sort of credibility to it. History is not on his side, though. It's long overdue. Yeah, somebody has to. They thought Wardlow would do it, and Wardlow did a good job with his first reign. 136 days, but how many many times did he defend it? I I like them both. I like Wardlow. That's a great point, too. I like Wardlow. I like Wardlow a lot. I like Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm glad I'm glad both men got their moment, but like there's a way to make Powerhouse Hobbs look good without him winning a championship right away. You know, like he, he didn't necessarily have to do it at this moment. And you know, Q, QT Marshall could probably say, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, and this is not me shitting on the on him interfering in the match. Hey, listen, you're telling a story, great, so be it. Like I want to see how the story plays out. But like, you know, it, it's just how everything's going to be. I think it's more of a knock on like how the championship is being handed around. Like, you know, you get a championship, you get a championship, you get a championship. Like, Tony Khan, you can't be Oprah. Yeah. Like you have to be a booker. You, you, you have to do your job. You can't be everyone's friend. You're going to make enemies back there. That's, that's the business. That's, that's being a boss. It happens. And to be fair here, uh, WB did done the same stretch of stuff with the IC title. I'm sure it got passed around a lot, and then Miz' uh, main focus was to bring some sort of credibility, reestablish it as a championship, and he did a fucking great job at it. Now, and, and mind you, yes, I mean, yes, there were problems with the Intercontinental Championship at one point, but hey, guess what? Long before that, it's had prestige. Yeah. It's had it, it, it built up over time to be a prestigious championship, and then it got lost in the shuffle in recent history. But it, it, yeah, you're right. The Miz helped correct that focus. You know, AEW's only been around for what? AEW's been around for what, only four years? Almost Three, four, four years. years, right? Yeah. Almost four years. The AEW, um, sorry, the TNT Championship is is new. It's still fairly new. It was introduced, what, two years ago, right? About two years ago. And they've never built it up. Three years ago, May 2020. May 2020. Okay. Almost three. So they, during that three-year tenure, they've done nothing to build it up. No. To have any sort of credibility at all. They've do- again, they've done more for the TBS championship than they've done for the TNT championship. And not to knock the TBS championship, I think that Jade Cargill's doing a great job. Like, it- it's solidifying that. But you need to do the same for this. You do. They need to do something here. I'm hoping Powerhouse Hobbs is the guy to take that ball and run with it if he's successful. See how it goes. See how the crowd reacts to him being champion. But moving on, Marcus, uh, I apologize. I'm not as thorough as you. I'm a little rusty at doing this. You know, I've done this for many years. You've taken over, and you've done a great job with it. Like, you know, uh, I'm having trouble reading. I don't know. I forgot how to read all of a sudden. It's <laughs> insane. I apologize for my stutters and my missteps, but SmackDown You've happens. been doing great. Like, usually the toughest part for me is reading the, the names, the, the the tags of the, these people. Oh, I'm getting, the names, I'm getting the names down pat. It's the fucking, like, thes, ats, us. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm in second grade here. But SmackDown just ended, so I don't have a Twitter 
Twitter quote here, what's trending, but I'm assuming what you're trending was all about Sami Zayn and the Usos. Jay, Jimmy reunited. Jay's found his way back to the bloodline. Sami Zayn comes out. He gets attacked by both Usos. Cody Rhodes makes the save. Cody Rhodes getting putting his nose in the bloodline business. We now go back to the Eagle Eye viewers on Raw. Cody Rhodes in the background talking to Sam, uh, Kevin Owens. Will Cody Rhodes be the guy to bring Sammy and Kevin back together? Is this leading to the match that's been rumored? Sammy, Kevin versus the Usos? What's the future of Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens going on with Usos? I, I think one or two things are going to happen right here. I, and I feel like I do feel like WWE is trying to feel out how the fans are are buzzing. I think this is either going to lead to that obvious Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus Usos matchup that they originally wanted. I think it could lead to that. It's telling a very good story there. Or, or the fact the fact that Cody Rhodes is involved here, it could lead to Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, and Roman Reigns as a triple threat. Is like, it- I, I st- I still don't. I, I I don't see it as clear as day. Of, of either or, I, I I think that you could give the lean towards a tag team, but just the fact that Cody Rhodes is involved here, I, I can still see a triple threat. I don't see this making sense, but it just hit me. Is there any way Sami Zayn costs Cody Rhodes a title, and this is his last test to be a part of the bloodline? No, this is all a swerve. I don't think. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, think but I, just, it, I can see it possibly being in the creative discussion of like let's do let's go this route i think if anything i mean we're going to see probably from this we're probably going to see kevin owens cody rhodes and Sami Zayn versus the bloodline at backlash i I think that's going to be a definite thing that's going to happen here that makes sense to me by the way nice yeah oh yeah no that's 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 a big one that was trending this week um but Sami Zayn, it's a swerve going back to the but no i don't see that I don't see that. I don't see it either. That's why I preface that, but I could see it being a possibility, a discussion in creative. Like, how about this is all for just Sami Zayn's final test? Because Roman is all about testing people. But I feel I feel like that's the equivalent of like going through like you know five season arc of a TV show only for it to end with oh it was all just a dream. <laughs> you know, I, I think that that would be the equivalent of that. It's just a slap in the face. But that worked with spoiler alert. Bob Newhart show, but everyone loved that ending. Everyone loved that. It's like one of the most iconic series finales of all time. He wakes up on his original show, dreaming about owning an inn in Maine or Vermont, wherever it was. But we will see, man. We are three weeks away from WrestleMania. Time will tell. But anyway, however, we are one week away from BCW's anniversary six. Mark, we've been on the road for a while, quite a while now. This is our last stop. Next weekend, we will be there. At the Mecca, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, BCW. This Anniversary. weekend, buddy. This this weekend, Saturday. Saturday, September oh, that's 18th, right. I forgot the, the whole trippy when we post the show. Yeah. The whole... <laughs> yeah. Coming up. You don't, you don't be able to come uh, one week later. No, this no, weekend, man. Saturday, September. Uh, sorry. Whoa. Wow. Saturday, March 18th. It is BCW Anniversary 6. It's going to be at Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. The Mecca of indie wrestling here in the tri-state area. Excited for this, man. Like, a whole lot of things happened along the way. You know, we had Ruthless Lala originally facing Riley Shepard for uh, the BCW Women's Championship. That was the first match that was announced. Now that's changed uh, due to unforeseen events. Kelsey Regan stepping in, man. That, that That's that's a big one right there. We have Vicious Vicky facing Anthony Gango in the rematch of all rematches. Awesome. Looking forward to that. For the Grand Dragon Championship there. 
we're still finding out what's going to happen with the World Heavyweight Championship for BCW. Marina Shafir dropped the belt. Now what? Hey, we're going to have a tournament of sorts. Is, is the belt going to be handed off? Darius Carter has been making a strong case for it. Uh, you know, a lot of these questions, I mean, we, we have one more episode of shot of BCW left in the tank here. I, I think a lot of this is going to be answered. I understand AJ Pan's going to be on, correct? Hell yeah. I think that must mean, Putty, I am going to have to come on for this. It doesn't mean that. Well. It doesn't mean that at all. After no, the, I, I, I feel like, not mean that at all. I feel like, I feel like it must. I feel like it must. And, uh, hey, here's some news for you. I just locked this in, actually. Vicious Vicky will be a guest for a shot of BCW as well. So, very much so, looking forward to this. Yeah, Matt, the card looks stacked. Great matches, top to bottom. Tickets are still available. Get them while you can. It's great, man. Can't believe we're here. Anniversary's finally here. Anniversary 6, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Get them while you can. Any matches you're looking forward to? I mean, it, it, it has to be Vicky and getting going, man. Like, you know, we're, I was looking forward to that one at Queen of the North 4. Yeah. Uh, it was just unfortunate the way how things went with Vicious Vicky getting injured. They had to stop the match. They had to stop the whole show. Yeah. Uh, and, and and now here we go. You know, here, here we go. Like you know, I, I think I think if anything now it, it's it's gotten even bigger than what it was beforehand. And uh, honestly, so I, mean, more, I know yeah. Vicious Vicky. It, it means a lot more. And the fact that like you know, Vicious Vicky, she has won championships everywhere she has gone to, except for BCW, which I find fascinating. I think we were there when she won her first championship. At PWF, yeah. we were there. Yes, yes. So good for her, man. Looking forward to that match. It means so much more now. So much more is on the line. Impact does this cool thing where the X Division champion can cash in option C to vie for the world championship. He releases the belt and goes for the world championship. BCW doesn't have a world champion. How about Anthony Gangone? It cashes in option C, becomes BCW world champion. Come on. Prince Nan, give me Prince Nan on the phone. we got to put some strings here. <laughs> but anything yeah, can happen, man. Anything can that's happen. A, that's, a, that's, a, that's another. Speaking of the embassy, like, how do we not talk about this one? Khan versus Jay Bougie? Yeah. The embassy is slowly taking over BCW? One by one, it seems like. But it looks like Jay Bougie's the last defense there for that. Yeah. Good luck. Anyway, looking forward to that, man. Looking forward to being there next weekend. We won't be here next weekend on the Shot of Wrestling because we'll be covering that show live. In New Jersey, so make sure you stay tuned two weeks for all the fallout. Make sure you stay tuned to this very feed for a shot of BCW to cover everything, top to bottom, BCW. Mark, any go-home thoughts for you? I just saw that Sammy Sweetheart's coming back to Jersey Shore. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this. I'm marking out. So uh, looking forward to that. Any Jersey Shore fans, hit me up. We can talk about that on the side. Uh, Michael J. Putty, what about you? This is the year 2023. The year of our Lord, some people say, and we're still talking about Jersey Shore? Redick, you're the grown-ass man with a daughter, and you're still talking about Jersey Shore. That's, that's hey, wild. That's wild. Most most of them have kids, so, uh, you know, it, it's they're around our age. You know, it, 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 it's, it's fun to watch. It's, Ooh! They're what? What? They're around our age? They're around, yeah. Wow, okay. So there you go. A couple weeks ago, I announced I was 40 years old. Mark refused to announce how old he was. But now they're around our age. It means Mark Schwann's around my age as well. So you can do the math. Thank you, loyal sleuths, for deducting that. I am younger, by you, the way. Yeah, okay. You could be like two weeks younger. No. 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 I'm not two weeks younger. Or can you find me on social medias? 
Then you can go to my website, yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media links are on there, along with episodes of Shot of Wrestling as well, along with interviews from Hollywood's Corner. Check it all out, yourfavoriteactor.com. Hey, and while you're at it, give us a follow on social media, at Shot of Wrestling, all across the board, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we have a TikTok yet? I don't think we do. No, we're, we're, maybe we we're will. adults. <laughs> okay. Uh, only the number one app in the world right I now. I want but, trying to know my shit. Hey, okay, I apologize. Okay. All right. Hey, listen, that's a respectful answer. Thanks. And anywho, <laughs> while you're at two guys, I mean, we really would appreciate this. Our loyal listeners, give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, give us five stars if you think we deserve it. Give us three stars if you think we deserve it. Just give us any stars you want. Anything that you think that we deserve, we're going to work towards that to getting that respect of getting the five stars all across the board, getting bomb ass reviews. We've been, what, we're number 16 in our niche? That was like a year or two ago. Got to be climbing up. We got to be climbing up right now. So uh, that list should be coming out. Obviously, soon. we're doing something right. Yeah. Unless we're doing something right, you know. So, but hey, we want to hear from you guys. Let us know. Well said. Uh, my go home thought is I don't want Mark Swan sleeping in the doghouse. So happy birthday to Mrs. Swan. Uh, her birthday passed a couple days ago. Mark is completely ignoring it on the show. So happy birthday to you. I don't know how you put up with him. Really don't know. You're, you're a godsend. God bless you for putting up with him. But happy birthday, Mrs. Schwan. All the best. Much love. You're the best. So for Mark Schwan, before he can re, re, uh, retort, I've been your host at Muggage Buddy. Make sure you stay tuned to a shot of BCW Wednesday, the go-home to Anniversary 6, right here on this feed. I've been your host at Muggage Buddy. Until next time. Party out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>